Hello, and thank you for joining Unbossing the Podcast with your host, me, Kimberly Weston Moore. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. Thank you for joining Unboss Me the Podcast, the podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone in finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for our topic today? Well, if you are, go ahead, sit down, grab your tea, coffee, and snack, and chill with me for a moment as I share with you how to unboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. So let's go ahead and dive right on in. We all possess natural talents and gifts that the Lord has graced us with. But have you ever heard of the saying, Jack of all trades, master of none? Okay, so all of my life, that quote has run through my mind so many times because there have been times when I wanted to focus on just one thing and master it, but I couldn't because I have found that I am a multifaceted person. I can kind of do a little bit of everything and there's but so many things I can master, but for sure, if I can touch it, if I could touch a sewing machine, I can sew something together. Now, the lines may not be straight, but it'll be good to go. So I always thought to myself, if I could have mastered something, I'll be doing pretty good. And I thought this because this quote simply says, you know, if you do all these things, and you don't master anything, the world kind of sees that as a negative thing. So in my mind, I'm thinking, what if I could actually master playing the flute when I played or the violin or the piano or even the trombone? I played all of those instruments. So if I really truly mastered them, I could have possibly been the next Aretha Franklin or Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles, but after researching this quote, I discovered that the quote was shortened and it left a part out that would have redeemed me from the thoughts of changing who God has created me to be. So think about something that really bothers you or makes you feel like you need to change, whether it's something someone said or a quote or something that uh, you just kind of live by that you've seen, I encourage you to research it because when I found the actual full quote, I found that it states, Jack of all trades, master of none, though oftentimes better than a master of one. I am redeemed, okay? Because I was so stuck at focusing on the fact that this quote only mentioned that a jack of all trades and a master of none, I inferred that, hey, this means that if you don't have a, you don't master something, then that's a problem. When in reality, the the quote is truly talking about how awesome it is to be a jack of all trades. 
Wow. I had no idea, but God had gifted me with the ability to be multifaceted just as he has gifted you with your natural talents and maybe you're multifaceted. But because I only knew half of the quote, I wasted time and energy trying to understand my talents on my own instead of depending on God and his strength in order to learn how to use my talents so that he could use them in the way he would like them to be used. So what are your gifts and your natural talents that the Lord has blessed you with? I want to know what you're doing with your gift, how you're using it. Are you using your gift to its fullest potential? In other words, are you working in the fullness of your gift? Or are you trusting in your own strength and focusing on how you should use your talents? So today's topic is all about relying on God's strength to strengthen the natural talents that he has given us. So knowing and understanding that we possess natural talents and gifts is similar to the quote that weighed on me for so many years. It's only half the story to know what your gifts and your talents are. But once you are ready to work in the fullness of your talents and gifts, you have to depend on God. So before we dive in too much on how to depend on God's strength to strengthen us when we're working in our gifts and natural talents, I want to talk about Samson. Samson was born as a result of God's plan and the Lord gifted him with enormous physical strength. But like many of us, Samson did not consistently rely on the strength of the Lord to determine how he should use his gift. In Judges chapter 15, verse 14, as Samson and his captors arrived at Lee, the Philistines shouted with glee, but then the strength of the Lord came upon Samson and the ropes with which he was tied snapped like thread and fell from his wrist. Then he picked up a donkey's jawbone that was lying on the ground and killed a thousand Philistines with it. Tossing away the jawbone, he remarked, heaps upon heaps, all with a donkey's jaw, I've killed a thousand men, all with a donkey's jaw. See, the good thing about this story is that he did defeat a thousand Philistines. But the bad, the bad thing about it is, although he defeated them, he did it with the strength of the Lord and he did not recognize the Lord. Okay. He only saw his own strength. So when he says, I've killed a thousand men and later asked God to refresh him because of his accomplishments, because after he killed the thousand men he said hey God surely you won't have me die of thirst he asked God to refresh him because of his accomplishment and even though his pride got in the way of glorifying God for the strength he gave him God still provided him what he asked for because his grace and mercy supersedes anything we can understand so how many of us 
use our talents and gifts that God has given us and have taken credit for what we could only do with him, with his strength. You have to understand that when you become successful using the gifts and natural talents that God has given you, you must not forget that all of your gifts and abilities come from him. Samson, though, he finally understands his strength comes from the Lord in Judges chapter 16, but of course not right away. In Judges chapter 16, we learn that Samson is seduced by a young lady named Delilah who wanted to know the secret of his strength in exchange for money from the Philistines. Delilah asked him where he got his strength from three times before he actually told her the truth. So while reading this, I thought to myself, my goodness, has he not noticed that every time he tells her what to use or to do in order to make him weak, it would come to pass, like it would actually happen. So the first time the Philistine came and Delilah wrapped him with the raw leather strings, as he stated, and he broke free. And then um, he then told her, hey, listen, you if someone were to use new rope on me and then she she said, OK, I'm going to bring the Philistines again. They came to attack him again and boom, he was free. He got away. And then he said, you know what, if you weave my hair into your loom, then they'll be able to defeat me then. And they came, they, they came and he was able to break away, break free again. But not once did he stop. He was so focused on his own strength and his ability and the gift that God had given him, he had already built up so much pride around it. He became so self-righteous that he failed to realize what was truly happening. He did not pause and say, wait a minute, this lady is setting me up. But that's what happens to us when we become so confident in our talents and gifts that we become blinded and we cannot see what is happening right before our eyes. Finally, when Delilah asked Samson for the fourth time, he told her the truth. So she cut his hair, as he stated, and he became weak. So in Judges chapter 16, verses 20 through 22, it states, then she screamed, the Philistines are here to capture you, Samson. And he woke up and thought, I'll do as I, as I did before. I'll just shake myself free. See, he was already saying, you know what? I got this. I killed a thousand of them with a jawbone. I broke free from all these other things three times. And so now I'm good. I have no other reason than to continue to do what I can do because I know that I'm strong. I know that I'm strong in myself. Okay, but what he didn't realize is that the Lord had left him. My God, the Lord had left him. So the Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes and took him to Gaza, where he was bound with, with bronze chains and made to grind grain in prison. 
But before long, his hair began to grow again. See, when I reflect on verses 20 through 22, I think about the times we are imprisoned in our own troubles because we are blinded when we rely on our own talents and abilities to get us through situations instead of depending on the Lord's strength, okay? But although the times when we are imprisoned in our circumstances that we, we on our own put ourselves in those circumstances, we learn that our strength is not sufficient enough to fight the battle. We begin to understand in those times of trouble where we feel stuck. We feel like we're alone. We don't know. Once we turn to God, we will begin to understand the importance of depending on his strength to help us when we need help. And at that point, we understand that we must depend on him in order to grow into what we need to be. In order to grow into our strengths, in order to go grow into our talents and abilities the way that God wants us to go forth with. So like Samson's hair grew while blinded and grinding the grain as a prisoner, when we are in difficult situations that we place ourselves in, that is a period for us to grow and depend on the strength of the Lord. That was the case with Samson because when he was brought from prison and placed on the center of the temple, In Judges chapter 16, verse 28, he prayed to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, remember me again. Please strengthen me one more time so that I may pay back the Philistines for the loss of at least one eye. And in verses 29 through 30, it tells us that Samson pushed the pillars down with all of his might. And he asked God, allow me to die with the Philistines. And at that moment of his death, he killed more Philistines than those he killed during his entire lifetime. So my question to you now is, do you truly want to work in the fullness of the talents and gifts God has given you? Or do you want to wait until the end like Samson to use your gift? Do you want to wait until the like Samson? So if you are ready to be redeemed, from whatever trouble you have placed yourself in because you were blinded by your self-righteousness. Let's go ahead and discuss some ways to emboss that self-righteousness up out of you so you can use your gifts as God intended. The first thing you have to do is admit that you need God's help. Being a strong person, period, makes us feel like we are in the boat alone so we have to be extremely strong and do everything at all times but guess what God is here for us but we have to admit that we need him a huge part of me creating emboss me was to place an emphasis around identifying and admitting that we need God's help to get things done in 2nd Corinthians 12 tells us But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power rests on me. There's no power greater than the Lord's. So admit today 
that you need him. The next is read God's word. Psalm 119, 28 tells us, my soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. Don't be heavy. You can gain strength through God's words. If you want God to strengthen you, get into his word. That is where you will learn his strength. God said in his word that his word is spirit and life. You have to remember that Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 through 17. All scripture is God breathed. And is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So a part of working in the fullness of God, you must study his word. So next up is waiting on him. This is something we talk about almost every episode. Be still, let go, and let God, okay? Psalms 27 also tells us, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. This is one of the most difficult parts of unbossing, the wait. Woo, the wait. Although it may be difficult because it seems like it's taking so long, Remember, as I've stated before in previous episode, everything is in God's timing because it may not come when you want it. Listen, it will always be on time because he knows the end result. Let it go. Don't worry. Pray, pray daily and listen, listen to what God has to say to you. I continue to talk about the meeting with God, giving your 20% and allowing him 80. So if if your prayer time is five minutes, you get a minute and give God the rest so that you can hear exactly what he wants from you. He needs to hear your voice, but he also wants you to hear his. Listen to his guidance on how to use your gifts and natural talents that he's given you so he can strengthen you. Lean on him in his strength. And finally, rejoice. As it states in Nehemiah 10, don't grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Rejoice when you're feeling low. He reigns forever and ever. So now, so now you know what you know. There's no need to rely on your own strength. Don't be like me relying on that one quote for my whole life and not knowing the whole quote, not knowing the full quote to understand what it really meant. Don't be like Samson and wait all your life to understand the importance of giving God the glory he deserves for providing you the strength and the talent and the abilities that you have. Have strength in him because you are not alone. His grace is sufficient. But if you're alone, if you're relying on your strength alone, you are working in an insufficient manner. 
You need help from our Lord Savior. I encourage you today to trust in the power of his word. Patiently wait for him. Be receptive of the guidance that he has for you when you sit down and listen to him during your prayer time and rejoice in him because he has given you so much to rejoice over. Don't depend on your own talents and gifts. Remember, he will never leave you or forsake you. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to emboss.
And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to emboss.